What's up everybody? Welcome back to the channel. Thank you for tuning in. Today I'm talking about everyone's favorite subject, the coronavirus. The coronavirus. Okay, you know, it's sure it's a virus, it's out there. People are dying. My condolences to all those people. Um, but I want to talk about how the coronavirus is going to affect the fashion industry and the economy. Now, this virus is out there, it's spreading fast, uh, people are getting freaked out, you know, are we all gonna die? I don't know, I have no idea. Um, should we all be doomsday prepping? I don't think it's that bad, but what do I know? Um, this is not a video for advice, this is just my views on this situation in fashion and the economy. Okay, so, we all know the coronavirus began in China and it got pretty bad. So it basically began through China's New Year, which is in February, the beginning of February. They take a month off anyway, but what happened is they didn't get to go back to work. So for about three weeks or a month after New Year's, which they already had taken off, they don't get to go back to work because the government had said, you can't go back to work. We can't have people in groups in uh, working in, in factories. So that means production basically came to a standstill. Production in China came to a standstill. Now, what kind of things do they produce in China? Well, they produce probably 90% of the clothing in the world, all the fast fashion. They produce basically everything that goes into a dollar store. They produce everything in the superstore. They produce, you name it, China produces it. China has a monopoly on probably 95% of the world's product. Everything that we consume all over the world, Canada, USA, Australia, New Zealand, Europe, China is making it. So when you think of that on a world economic scale, even one day China shutting down production is insane. It's an insane amount of product they're not making that needs to be shipped all over the world. Now, this isn't an opinion of, of my, this isn't my opinion like they shouldn't be shutting down. I'm just telling you the ramifications of this. Okay, so you think about that. One day of China shutting down production is billions of dollars across the world. Billions of dollars in lost revenue. Now, I'm in the vintage business, I'm in the fashion business, so what does that mean for fashion? Okay, brands who are producing clothing in China could be in trouble in the coming months, okay? It, the effects of it aren't gonna be felt right now because they're still working off product that they probably had shipped pre-winter, selling through their winter, but if a brand goes into spring and isn't able to get their spring delivery of say their whole season for spring, that's a big problem. They're in big, big, big trouble. Now, I don't know to what extent this is happening, but you know, China being shut down for a whole month, that's a huge amount of production not happening and not getting shipped out. So in my opinion, we're gonna be feeling the effects of this uh, come spring, come summer, when it starts to trickle down. Now, I think 
it's going to be the big brands that aren't diversified in their production that are going to feel this the worst. You know, if anybody misses a whole season of delivery, that's massive. You still have employees to pay. You still have infrastructure to run without product to sell. You're really royally screwed. Now, um, what does this mean for vintage clothing? Well, vintage clothing isn't produced in China. We pick it here in America. We pick it all over the world. It's secondhand. So it's kind of good news for vintage because it's going to, I mean, people are still going to want to buy stuff. You know, people are still going to want to go out and spend money and buy clothing. So I think, you know, this kind of could be a boom time for vintage if brands are getting shorted on product. Now, vintage is booming anyway. We don't really need this to happen, you know. It's just kind of one of those things. My brain, I always look at what's happening in the economy. In the last few years, I've really began to study it and learn about it. And when something like this happens, it's, you know, you look at what are the effects. Essentially, right now, China has said that they are going back to work. I personally have, I'm in contact with factories. They are back into production now. Um, you know, they say they've got it under control there. So, you know, there's many different views on this whole scenario um yes this is bad people are dying it's a flu virus i mean the bonus there's not there hasn't been any kids dying from this which is good news for me as i have two kids uh, no kids under nine have died from the statistics i've heard again don't quote me on this and it kind of scales itself so like it's mostly old people who are dying and as it gets younger age groups less and less and less people are dying um it is spreading to many other countries right now, so that could have huge effects. To what extent this is gonna shut down um, other countries, we don't know. Is there conspiracies involved in this whole thing? You be the judge of that. I'm not about to post my conspiracy theories on here, but there are a few. Um, basically though, in the grand scheme of this, how it's gonna affect the economy. Okay, there's two, the stock market recently crashed. The stock market is crashing the last like three days. Well, actually, since like Thursday. So maybe the last four or five days. Stock market, like 15% crash, okay? That is huge. That's like all of last year's gains on the S&P 500 down. Um, that's a big, big drop. Now, when you look at that, basically what's happening is people are freaking out. People are like, I need to have cash. I need to pull my cash out. I need to be liquid in case like this gets really, really bad. I need to be, be able to like spend my money on cans of beans and um, matches and blankets and Armageddon type stuff. I don't know what goes through people's mind, okay? There's two things that could happen in my mind. This gets really, really bad. The state of society goes off the rails. Um, you know, Armageddon type scenario. In that case, your money isn't worth anything. Your money is worth nothing, okay? In that scenario, we go back to like bartering, trading a chicken for a can of beans, trading a can of gasoline for who knows, whatever. But in that scenario, your money's worth nothing, okay? The other scenario is like all the other viruses that have broke out and it, you know, it goes back to normal in the next six months or four months or whatever, and the economy is gonna bounce back. So that's it, you have two scenarios. One scenario, your money's worth nothing anyway, so there's no point in holding on to cash. 
Second scenario is the economy bounces back and starts to go off again because people regain faith in the system and faith in economic growth. So if you go with those two theories, what are you going to do with your money? Well, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to put my money into the stock market when this is crashing. You can get wholesale prices right now on the S&P 500. Get your money into a good index fund that follows the S&P 500. You know, sure, it could crash a lot more than it has already. We've already lost all of 2019's gains. You know, I don't really know. No one will ever know when the bottom is going to happen on the stock market. You can't you can't predict it. You can't know it like it could start to go up and then fall again. You don't really know. So the best option is to just start putting your money in now. That's in my mind. This is not financial advice. I am not a financial advisor. So don't quote me on any of this, but I'm just telling you what I see. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be putting my money into the markets because I have faith in humanity. I have faith that we will get beyond this. And when we do, the economy will boom again. This is a small little blip. It's fear. It's fear. The media isn't putting fear into everyone. And they're doing what they do when they're scared. They're pulling their money. They're becoming reserve. It's bad for the economy. But it's good if you know how to play it. And what you got to do is you got to think opposite of the masses. When people are pulling, you should be putting in. When people are putting in, you should be pulling. So that's, that's the advice I've been given and that's the advice I'm going to go with. Another thing about this scenario is gold has recently hit an all-time high. Gold is killing it right now. Gold acts opposite to the markets because it is a tangible thing. You buy a chunk of gold, you can hold it in your hand. It was the original currency of our societies, our, the human race. We used gold before there was ever money printed. So when you think of this, it's something you can hold. People want to hold gold and they want gold. They want tangible asset in their hand because, you know, like if it gets really bad, the banks could fail us. The banks could fail us. It's not going to get that bad, in my opinion. Again, I really know nothing about this subject. I'm just telling you my views. <laughs> Anyway, so gold is killing it. That's why you should always invest 10% of your money into gold because in cases like this, your gold starts to boom where you know, your, your stocks are going down but your gold's going up and then in vice versa, your stocks are going up, your gold's going down. So it's, it's a safeguard against economic crashes like this. Now, the best scenario is you don't even have to worry about those investments because you've already planned ahead and you're set so that your investments can sit. If you pull your money when the stock market just dropped 50%, you're losing huge. Why would you do that? It's going to go back up beyond that. You just have to wait it out. Anyway, okay, recap. This virus is going to have huge ramifications on fashion. It's going to have huge ramifications on our economy that won't be felt for three, six, maybe a year because it's when the, the, the product that we expect to be getting to sell, we don't get, then those companies are going to be screwed. Vintage is booming or, or adversely, not just vintage, but made in America product. There's a conspiracy for you. So Made in America product is going to boom right now because we can't get products out of China. 
So made in America, the high cost of labor, the, um, you know, is starting to sound pretty damn good because it's basically all you can get right now. So for me, for Frankie, we make all our clothes in Canada or the USA. Sure, I, have, I do a little bit in China, but like very little bit of product and it doesn't really affect me. So I'm still good. I'm still good. My, my production has not um, ceased and we've just had a couple killer months actually on Frankie, but that's probably nothing to do with this whole scenario. I think the world is gonna to start to notice how much of a monopoly China has on our production. They have a hand in producing products for every country in the world. So, you know, when they shut down, it shut, it's gonna, if they shut down for six months, it would shut down the world. It would shut down world trade. Like it would be huge, it would be so huge. I don't even know if we could fathom what that would look like for society at this point. The other thing is, you know, there's these pictures going around from NASA showing the lack of pollution over China right now. Like, you know, smog, crazy pollution over China when all the factories are in production. And then right now, it's like clean air over China. Just goes to show you how much pollution they are producing by producing all these products and all these factories. It's crazy, you know. It's also a bit funny that this whole thing went down right before the election. Again, not gonna get into conspiracies, but I bet you you can make some up in your own head. So, that's it. I don't know, that's my take on the scenario. I've said this before, I'm gonna say it again. You guys need to start investing, get yourself a TFSA if you're in Canada, a TFSA investment account, self-directed, or get yourself a Roth IRA account if you're in America. Find yourself some good ETF accounts to invest in. You can look it up easily online. Okay, here's a good tip. Look this up. I'll put a link down below. There's a guy who wrote a book called I Will Teach You To Be Rich, and he gives you a diversified list of ETFs to invest your money into. Basically, it's going to be like an S&P 500 ETF, a uh, bonds ETF. There's a few of them. So you diversify your money across a few different ETFs. ETFs are, um, it's a fund you put your money into that banks that invest into many stocks and they, they follow the top stocks of that niche and then they drop the low ones and pick up the high ones. So it just keeps growing with the markets versus trying to invest in specific stocks. 95% of the time, you you know, the market will beat stock pickers or funds or um, fund, uh, hedge fund investments because those investments are run by people. People fuck up. Nobody can guess it. When you're just following the S&P, you know, over the last 10 years, it's like a 10% increase per year. You're guaranteed to get that. Whereas if you pick your own stocks, <sighs> You might strike it big and you might lose big and there's no way to know, but 95% of the time people lose. So I'll put the link down below, look up, um, go click it. It's, it's, it's The book's called I Will Teach You To Be Rich and he has some great advice on ETF investing. Like I said, 95% of the time you're better off to put your money in an ETF. Keep just putting money in every month and forget about it and watch that compound interest grow and watch it grow. Okay. Final thoughts here. 
like I've said this before, there's only a few ways to really build wealth. You know, your earned income, which is the money you're making right now, you're going out, you're selling vintage t-shirts, you're, you're hustling to make a dollar, that's earned income. You know, that's highly taxed income. And um, the minute you stop working, the, the, er, the income stops, okay? Investment, it's really hard to get rich through earned income. You gotta start taking that earning, earned income and moving it. Put it into investments. Investment income, first of all, is taxed at a lower rate. Second of all, you can just kick back. You could be on a beach in Mexico. You could be doing nothing, and that money is making money for you. So you always want to be taking money from your earned income and putting it into investment income. Um, it's passive. It makes money while you do nothing. You know, owning a property and kicking back while the rent's coming in and that money that you've put into that property now makes you money on that rent every month and you know once in a while you get a call you might have to go fix a roof or send a plumber there to fix something that's about it it's passive you can do nothing you know you, you get a you get a house you get two houses you get three houses you get four houses you keep laying them into the next house and all of a sudden you got a lot of passive income happening you can still sell t-shirts and just keep taking that earned income and moving it into investments uh, property um, different methods of passive income so that eventually you don't have to hustle t-shirts anymore and you can just do it because you love it and there's nothing wrong with it I, I think it's great I have a lot of fun with it but I know I'm gonna be moving my money into investments I just urge you all to start young start investing and now is a perfect time the market just crashed go get yourself invested it's at wholesale prices it's just like going to a thrift store buying a t-shirt for a buck and selling it for 20. Right now is when you can go get the stock market for a buck. That's it, go get it for a buck, flip it down the road. Okay, hope you learned something. That's my take on the coronavirus situation in fashion and economics. I am uneducated in these subjects. I just do a little bit of research. Again, this is not financial advice. Hope you enjoyed it, peace.